Hello, gorgeous. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Jessica Harlow podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Harlow. A little bit about myself, if you're not too familiar with me. I started out by creating content on YouTube, mostly makeup and hair tutorials, motivational videos. Um, I started out in my bedroom when I was 19, way back before YouTube was the cool thing to do, way before even social media in general, like taking it seriously as a career was a cool thing to do. So I was definitely made fun of quite a lot, but I'm so happy that I stuck with it and it wouldn't have been possible without the love and support of you guys. Even from very early on, it was always my mission to create content that could help young women live happier, healthier, and more glamorous lives. The best place to keep up with me and the content that I put out these days is Instagram. My username is at Jessica Harlow. I'm very active on Instagram and I spend a lot of time and energy engaging with my audience on there. Honestly, Instagram direct message is one of the best ways to get in contact with me as it feels like we're just texting. It's really efficient. It really truly does go down in the DMs. And it's my, again, it's honestly my favorite part of what I do. I read almost every single comment and almost every single message. I do my best to try to get back to as many of you as possible because it really is It is my favorite part. I love getting your feedback. I love hearing your stories and I love connecting with you guys. It's honestly my oxygen. It's what keeps me going. It's what keeps me motivated. Um, Speaking of what keeps me motivated, before we get into this episode of the show, I wanted to thank everyone that has taken the time to not only listen to this podcast and share it with their friends, but also leave a rating and a review. If you haven't left a rating and a review yet, I would really appreciate it as it really helps the show to grow and gain more visibility. And when that happens, the show can only improve. The content can only get better. To leave a review, simply open up the search feature in your podcast or iTunes app. Type in Jessica Harlow. My show will pop up. Click on it. Click on reviews and you're ready to go. Once you've left a rating, P.S., I like five stars. Hint, hint. (laughs) No pressure, you guys, but seriously, five stars. I like it. Um, Once you've left a rating and a review, screenshot it and email it to me at hellogorgeous at jessicaharlow.com. Again, the email is hellogorgeous at jessicaharlow.com, and I'll make sure to send you a few goodies one of which is a free PDF that includes many of my hair care tips and secrets for growing the longest, healthiest hair of your life, as well as products that I really love to use. Nothing in that file is sponsored. It's all stuff that I actually love and use. So if you'd like to receive that among perhaps a few other little treats that I've got in store, all you have to do is email me a screenshot of your review of this podcast to hellogorgeous at jessicaharlow.com. I'll make sure to have all of the details and information in the show notes, so be sure to check that out. That said, let's get into this episode. By the time this episode goes up, it will be well into the middle of December, which means the holiday season is reaching its peak with Christmas and New Year's Eve parties, and it's a very lonely time for more people than you would think. Um, For myself, the holidays have often been a very lonely time, especially when I've been single. Um, There's just something about this time that kind of makes you want to have someone to share experiences with. And I definitely know what it's like to scroll through social media and see everyone out and about looking like they're having the best time with their closest friends, significant others, getting dressed up, going and doing the corny holiday things. And if most of your friends are in relationships, they're probably spending most of their time with the person that they're with. So they might not have so much time to be spending with 
you. So you might find yourself being a little bit more lonely than usual. Um, the number one thing that I would say is important to realize when you're feeling lonely is that you're not alone in feeling that way. Um, sometimes our egos make us think and feel that we're totally alone in feeling alone. Um, like it's just you that feels lonely, but everyone else is surrounded by love and friends and company, but that's simply not the case. A lot of people are feeling lonely around this time and any time throughout the year, honestly. Um, keeping that in mind, one of the fastest and simplest ways to move past whatever you're feeling at any point in your life is to get outside of yourself, to get outside of your own problems, your own thinking, your own your own brain and kind of routine. Getting outside of yourself, break from your routine. If you're sitting inside feeling lonely day after day, night after night, just going through the motions um, and everything is kind of a routine, like just everything is just repeating itself and seems like the same thing every day, you'll only really end up feeling worse and much more sorry for yourself, which is counterproductive, of course. So keeping in mind what I said about other people feeling lonely besides you, remember that there are very many people out there with needs that are actually probably much bigger than your own. I've heard a saying where they say if everybody were to put their problems in a pile, um, you would be running to take back your own. So I know that that doesn't make your needs any less valid because I know that sometimes when we hear that, like, oh, everybody else, there's there's people in the world who have it much worse than you. Um, that doesn't always make you feel better because you're like, well, regardless of whether other people have it worse, I still don't feel that good. So um, that's not me saying that your needs are any less valid, but if you're feeling lonely or depressed or sad, um, I find that the best way to kind of get out of that is to make yourself useful to someone else that may also be feeling less than their best. Um, it doesn't even necessarily have to be something majorly charitable. Again, I'm not the type of person who's going to tell you guys to go and become like the next Mother Teresa. Unless you unless you want to do that, then by all means, I think that's great. But um, as helpful as doing something charitable can be, I don't even necessarily mean to do that. But that is definitely something that I would recommend. I think if you kind of get out of yourself and go and be useful, you know, maybe donating your time to any kind of like organizations or charities or anything, especially around the holidays. There's so many, um, there's so many causes that could definitely use a helping hand and use another person. Um, and that person could be you. And I think it would be a really rewarding experience for yourself, but it's just very rewarding to be helpful and useful to other people. Um, but again, it doesn't have to be anything grand. It could start out by just simply offering to help someone that you know, um, thinking about what other people that you already know might need and going out and helping them. What that does is, regardless of whether you're helping people that you know or people that you don't know, people that are in your life or not, what that does is it puts your own problems and negative thought spiral on a bit of a pause. And it helps you to just instead focus on being of service and being useful and being purposeful to someone else, to something maybe bigger than yourself, because, you know, life is much bigger than just us as individuals. Like, we, we, we simply play a role. Um, but what happens with loneliness is it often allows too much room for the ego to play on your emotions. 
Um, I would love to discuss the ego in much more depth in a future episode, but just for the purpose of this one, what I, what I will say about ego is that it's it's a liar. It's a liar that disguises itself as being helpful to you, but in reality, it's actually a major distraction from finding joy and happiness in your life, and it makes you think that so many other things are more important to your life than happiness and joy, which is simply not the truth. So the ego is the voice that's going to tell you, oh, everyone else is happy except me. You know, this must mean I'm not worth someone's company. I'm not good enough to be happy. I've clearly not done enough to deserve, you know, great things. It basically attacks your self-worth through all these things that are going on around and outside of you instead of focusing on what is already within you. Um, so the ego is the ego is what's responsible for making us constantly compare ourselves to others. And while it can have its it definitely does have its benefits, um, when you're not feeling your best, it's doing a lot more harm than good. Um, so the trick of the ego is to make you think that you must have nothing to give or nothing to offer, which is the most painful thing of all. Um, but I can tell you that it's simply not true because even when you feel like you've got nothing, you feel like you've got nothing to give, you still always have something to give. If you don't have money, you've got time. If you don't have a lover in your life or a large group of friends, you've still got kindness and compassion that's worth something to someone. Um, so my number one thing is to focus on how you can give something to someone, how you can make yourself useful to someone else, even if it means taking out five minutes to send someone a kind thank you email or a text or a phone call or scrolling through your social media and leaving supportive comments to people you may not even know. Um, you can also look around for maybe charities or foundations that you can donate your time to. Again, like I said, there's always, especially around this time of year, um, but at any point throughout the year, there's always somebody that needs something. There's always some foundation or organization that can do really meaningful things that could need an extra person, and that person could be you. Um, it could even be something as simple as maybe, you know, doing something nice for your neighbor. Okay, sometimes simple, selfless acts are the quickest way to realize that you're actually much more useful than you think. Um, that by helping others and doing things that have nothing to do with you can actually make you feel most useful and purposeful. And what that does by doing the kind acts, it makes you proactive and makes you not just sitting around and waiting for something to just show up because that's, it's, sometimes that can happen in life, but for the most part, you do have to kind of take a little bit more of an active or proactive role it, it, and it keeps you busy. Um, which again is a good distraction from, you know, your egotistical voice telling you all of that negative self-talk. Um, so yeah, being useful and being purposeful and finding ways to do that because deep down, I feel like I really believe that deep down we all want to feel like we're here for a reason, that we have something to offer, that we have a sense of belonging. Um, if you open yourself up to looking for ways to be more giving, you'll find yourself feeling much happier and even more powerful, especially in the times where you feel kind of powerless. And really, that's a very beautiful feeling to have when you felt like, um, when you felt like you didn't have much happening for you um, for a long time. Feeling useful and purposeful can really be a, 
like it's always a great thing but even if it but especially when it comes after not feeling so great it's even better um because the truth of the matter is that you are the star of your own movie okay you are the star of your own movie and you are very important but sometimes being important is about doing things that are important to someone else um being of service so just like you there's people you know other people want to be seen and heard as well and when you think of me 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 and just expect everyone to show up and worship you for that. I mean, that's not that's not most people's path in life. Um, if you ask yourself the simple question of, how can I give today? You'll likely end up coming up with a number of answers throughout the day. So remember that you're playing a role in this world and you get to choose how big or how small or how positive or even negative you want that role to be at any point. So it's important to check in and make sure that whatever you're choosing you're choosing to be proactive. If you're choosing to be proactive, choosing to be useful, choosing to be helpful and positive, no matter whether it's in a big or small way, that's what helps you get outside of yourself and it helps you move past the loneliness because any feeling in life, no matter you know how bad or even how good it is, everything is always in flux. You know, there's no such thing as being permanently happy or permanently miserable. But the only way that you can keep things moving and bring things back to a more balanced, positive um, feeling and vibe is if you keep going. Um, But trust me, nothing will make you feel richer than being generous in whatever way you possibly can. A lot of the times people think of generosity as in giving money. It's great to give money. I think it's, you know, that definitely will help you feel um, great, but gestures kind of mean a little bit more because they take a little bit more effort than just simply opening your wallet. Even though I know for some people it could be really, you know, not a fun thing to open up your wallet. Um, So yeah, the number one thing is getting outside of yourself, doing something for other people, make yourself useful because a lot of the loneliness and sadness that you're experiencing may mean you're being a little or a lot self-centered. That's kind of the truth of it because it means that you're just overly consumed in your own thoughts and you're too much in your own bubble. So getting out of that bubble, going and being useful, I promise you, you will feel so much better when you get into a giving spirit. Um, And that will help in turn make you feel much better about the times where you choose to be alone. Um, Because I feel like a lot of the times people feel like they're lonely when they feel like they don't have a choice to be anything else. And that's not the truth. Um, Just because, you know, people aren't, you know, maybe calling you to do all kinds of things and you feel really lonely. Or, you know, on the flip side, there's people who they can feel lonely even when they're surrounded by a number of people. Um, I truly believe that if you are being giving and generous with your time and kind of getting outside of your own problems and taking the time to um, make someone else a priority for a little bit, it could be really, really, really helpful. Um, Think about it. When you think of the most generous people, they're typically the people that have the most to give. Like those might be the people who come up in your brain first, but the real secret is that everyone, no matter how little they may think that they have, can be generous and feeling like you can be generous can really fill you up in a way that just about nothing else can because it reassures you that even when you don't think you have much to offer you still have something to offer even when you think you're not of of use to anyone you are still very much of use to someone so it's very very important another thing though because there's a difference between 
I think loneliness is that feeling of you think that you have no other choice but to be alone, whereas when you're alone, you feel like you have the choice. Um, but you can get to that way of reframing and feeling like you're choosing to be alone rather than feeling like you're forced to be lonely. Again, you can feel lonely even when you're surrounded by people, but let's just go with you don't feel like you're surrounded by anybody and you feel really lonely. It's really important to reframe the meaning of whatever it is that you're that you're going through because a lot of the times again it's our ego that can frame things in a much more depressing light than it, than necessary so what i like to do whenever i'm feeling lonely or i find myself having a little bit of extra time by myself is i try to reframe my thinking and i just i reframe it as a time for me to be much more selfish and to do nice things for myself so what do I mean by that? It's okay. Instead of looking at being lonely as being lonely or having no one around, I reframe it as just spending time with myself. So what I mean is when you're home alone watching Netflix, instead of thinking you're home alone watching Netflix because no one else wants to sit with you on the couch, instead think of it as you're at home with yourself watching what you want to watch, eating the snacks that you like the most and just hanging out with you. Um, if you don't want to hang out with you, then why the hell would anyone else want to hang out with you? So learn what's great about hanging out with you. Use this time to really learn about what you really like, to indulge in the things that you really like um, or think it, it are fascinating. That way you're going to actually have a lot more to contribute when you do get around people because eventually everybody gets around people. Um, but really just do nice things for yourself. Um, I sometimes find the easiest way to get some things done is to kind of think of it as I'm almost, this is going to sound very weird, but I kind of think of myself sometimes as a separate person in the sense of I'll do nice things for myself, almost as if, almost as if I'm like my best friend or something. So, um, I'll kind of be like, well, I'm going to, you know, clean up this area of my home that's been annoying me. And I've just been piling up you know, laundry on it and all of that. And I'll just be like, you know what I deserve? I think I deserve someone like me would deserve to have that, you know, taken care of for them. So I'll just take care of it for myself. Um, so you've got to treat yourself with that same kind of loving, um, that same kind of kindness that you would want someone else to do for you. Um, because when you've got no one else to love, start by loving yourself and enjoying that because um, you could still do really nice things for yourself. I know it sounds kind of weird to think of it that way, but I kind of, I feel like whenever I'm doing nice things for myself, and to me, that's that's what self-care actually means. It means doing nice things for myself. Um, sometimes it's going to not be, you know, things that are fun, but it's things that I know will better the quality of my life. So even if they're not the most comfortable things to do, like, you know, making sure something's clean or making sure certain things are organized or whatnot. I try to do it for myself because I feel like I deserve it. So if I have the time or I'll make it a priority to make the time, do you know what I mean? Or um, if it's learning some kind of a new skill or if it's in researching something, whatever it might be, um, trying something new. Again, I think of it I, I, I just label all of that self-care because it means that I care enough about myself and where I'm heading um, to do those nice things for myself. So again, but I kind of view it as almost almost like a separate person because when I think about it, um, think about if you were to fall in love with someone, um, 
how much easier is it when you're in love with somebody to do all kinds of things for them, right? I mean, I'm not talking about when you're sick of them. <laughs> I'm talking about like early on when you're really, you know, starting to really like somebody. And if they were to ask you to do something, you would do it with a smile on your face and you do the best job ever. That's, that's kind of how I'll, I try to treat myself whenever possible. Um, so even when I know I need to have something done that I don't really want to get done, I'll be like, oh, I'll take care of it for me, you know? And I'll try to do it with a smile on my face. Like, look what I did for, for Jessica, whatever. I know it's weird. It sounds weird, but I'm telling you, try it. Try it. You might be surprised. If you don't like it, if it's like really weird to you, toss it out. But I always recommend, you know, not everything is for everybody, but it's worth a try, I think. Like I said, I use alone time. And notice how I didn't say lonely times. I say, I reframe it. It's just time alone, time with myself. Um, I even sort of think of it as dating myself. And let me say that no matter who I'm dating, I'm always making time to date myself and do the stuff that I want to do. Um, I've gone out to restaurants alone and I've enjoyed really nice meals and a cocktail or two. Um, I've taken myself to dinners, lunches, movies. I really don't care. My company is fabulous. So why wouldn't I want to have one-on-one -on -one time with myself? Plus, it gives you the chance to meet so many other people because you aren't tied to whoever you're going out with and having to entertain them and, you know, do things kind of on their schedule and compromise with them. You, you could just do whatever you want, talk to whoever you want. It's really, really great. Um, and, you know, if somebody asks you, like, this is what I say whenever somebody asks, like, oh, who are you here with? I just, I, I just kind of gesture to the rest of the room and I'm like, I'm here with everyone. Everyone's here with me. <laughs> so, um... So use this alone time to do the things that you've been putting off. Um, you can use it to do productive stuff, the things that, you, again, you've been putting off. You want to learn a new skill, um, something you want to experiment with. Um, you can use it to just simply enjoy yourself even. Um, spend less time scrolling through social media. It's all lies anyway. Um, most people are actually way more miser miserable than they let anyone know through their posts and photographs. So there's honestly no point in comparing your life to others and feeling like you don't measure up in some way. You're measuring up your truth against their exaggerations. So really, whatever the results would be, would be pointless and inaccurate and a total waste of time. So instead, you should look at people's highlights through the lens of it being evidence of what greatness is possible for everyone, including yourself. Um, but that's an entirely different subject. But again, a lot of the times I think people feel like oh, all these great things happen for other people, but they don't happen for me. Listen, even people who great things happen to... Sometimes they don't even know how the hell it happens. It just all kind of happens. So because you don't know what, how the greatness is going to find you and how the great moments are going to find you, doesn't mean that they're not coming. It just means you just don't know how it's going to happen. But it, that's, that's been the case for just about everybody. Not everybody saw the great things happening. Sometimes people don't even see the bad things when they're about to happen. So you just, you don't know. You don't know. So don't so don't beat yourself up because you don't know when something great is going to happen for you or show up. Again, listen back to my episode about gratitude because I think it's definitely a great thing to um, try and make a habit of because it definitely helps to reframe. Again, reframing is so, so, so important when it comes to your mental health and sanity. Um, but those are my main tips for handling lone loneliness. Um but those are my main tips for handling loneliness. Get outside of yourself, be useful, find ways to be generous because that will make you feel spiritually rich, which is the best feeling on earth. Um, do nice things for yourself as if 
you're a separate person, as if you are friends with yourself, as if you're best friends with yourself, because you are the special person of your life, the most special person of your life, because you're stuck with yourself forever. So, you know, might as well start treating yourself nice and having fun doing nice things for yourself. Um, and again, reframe, reframe whatever situation you're in and try to find the positive of it, the positive in it. There's always something positive, even if it's, even if it's just a lesson, um, but reframe those lonely times as just, you know, times to be alone and just selfishly do whatever you want to do and watch whatever you want to watch and think about and learn about the things that you really care about without having to worry about, you know, what somebody else wants to do. So, uh, yeah. So that's all for this week's episode of the Jessica Harlow podcast. I really hope that you enjoyed it and got something meaningful and useful and valuable out of it that you can really think about and hopefully apply to your own life. If you are enjoying the show, I would like to remind you that I'd really, really appreciate it if you left a rating and a review. You can screenshot the rating and review and send it to me at hellogorgeous at jessicaharlow.com. And also feel free to email me there if you have any feedback for me regarding the show, or you can even comment on my latest Instagram post. I would really love to hear what you guys think of this show, what you think of the podcast, if you have any suggestions for future episodes, if there was anything that really resonated with you, if there's something maybe you didn't quite understand you'd like me to clarify. Again, your feedback and my connection with you guys means the world to me. Honestly, I'm always interested in hearing what you guys think because I'm creating this content for you. Thank you all again so much for your love and support of this show. I look forward to talking to you again next Thursday.